Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. My name is Dr. Nick Myers. I'm sitting here on February 23rd, Sunday afternoon around 4, 4.30ish, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, this week was pretty quiet, no major news, except for the snowstorm that did not happen, because they were talking about it for about five days. We're getting snow, we're getting snow, we're getting one inch of snow, we're getting one to two inches and three to four, then four to six inches of snow. Everybody hold on. The markets are mobbed. People are out there buying eggs and bread and peanut butter. <laughs> I woke up Friday morning. There was no snow outside at all. Granted, it was cold and there was about a, an inch of snow on my windshield of my car. But most of that was ice. So that was it. That's all that happened. I mean, the, the grass was pretty much clean. All that noise for nothing. So turning a corner, let's talk about some sex here. And since this is still my birthday month, I'm going to continue the topic about aging and sexual health. And in this podcast, I want to talk about diet and sexual health. Or to better rephrase it, aging, diet, and sexual health. Because think about it this way, many of us who are older, we realize we cannot eat the same way we did back when we were younger. Granted, when we were teenagers, we were still growing and developing and everything else. When we were in our 20s, we could still pretty much eat whatever we wanted, and it was okay. In your 30s, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And now you're in your 40s, you're like, oh, crap. I got to watch my diet and start eating fiber and stuff like that. I'm close to 50 now, so my diet really has to change. So you know what? If you're older, you got to make those changes. I will say if you're younger, get yourself ready and eat healthy now. So you know what? Let's talk about that today. So first things first, let's talk about hydration and water. Because as you know, we are mainly made up of water. So when we are dehydrated, our bodies will not function properly. And that mainly involves blood flow and also goes back to vaginal lubrication and also semen production. Because truth be told, the, the more hydrated you are, the better your body will function. And also you will create more vaginal lubrication. And also, guys, you've probably seen this before, if you're dehydrated, your semen probably looks like Elmer's glue, which may not necessarily be the best thing for you. Now think about that for just a second, which is kind of true. So I just want to say this. If your body is hydrated, it'll most likely function properly and keep you ready for some good sex and actually keep you sexually healthy. This next item will appear on the good list and also the bad list, and it goes under the general heading of meats, and I'm talking about beef, chicken, but poultry in general, fish, seafood, and things like that, because many meats have zinc and iron in them, which is very good, which is, which is related to the production of certain hormones, and that's great, especially testosterone, which is, which is related to one's sex drive. But they also have other bad side effects that go along with, with eating too much meat. So at first, I always say, talk to your doctor about how much meat you should eat or should or should not eat. 
And also my personal opinion is if you're gonna eat meat, just do it in moderation. Number three happens to be my personal favorite and they are called the cruciferous vegetables, meaning like the broccoli, the Brussels sprouts, the cauliflower, and things on that list because they are generally related to positive hormone production in both men and women. So overall, don't forget, they're still vegetables, so they're pretty much all made of water. Therefore, they are also hydrating and also very good for you. Number four is also on the bad list as well, but it's an alcohol known as red wine because red wine has been found in a few studies to boost testosterone level in, in men and women and give your sex drive like that little extra kick that it might need. But don't forget, it's still an alcohol, so you have to do it in moderation. But generally speaking, red wine is pretty good for you. And finally, number five, just general berries and nuts, things like that, like good snack foods. Strawberries and blueberries are very good for you. And also things like beets and beet juice, because people are really in the beets because they're actually sweet. So people like to eat them, which is a good thing. And it actually help you out with your sex drive. And believe it or not, so do avocados. So that new in, in vegetable right now, have at it. Also, I have to say this. I'm still trying to find a definitive answer on soy because some studies say that soy is bad for guys and it has a, it has a negative impact on the testosterone and or some studies say that it kind of breaks even or it's even that it's good for you. I'm still trying to find, find that out, but for me personally, I'm okay with staying away from soy. But generally speaking, most vegetables that are out there and nuts like walnuts and cashews are actually, and almonds are actually pretty good for you sexually. So now let's turn the corner and talk about some foods that are actually very bad for you. And as I said earlier, some foods may end up on the good list and the bad list. So number one on the bad list is alcohol. Uh, even though I said drinking red wine is good for you, it actually is. Having a glass of red wine per day or every other day or whatever is probably okay. But having four and five glasses of red wine per day is too much. Think about it this way. Red wine or alcohol may lower your inhibitions, but at the same time, it's also a mood killer. And for guys, you may know this, or if you don't, I'm going to tell you about something called whiskey dick, where you cannot finish because for whatever reason is going on inside your body, you cannot have an orgasm. And you can sit there and go all night, but you won't be able to finish. And it happens to the best of us. So that's why I always say alcohol or drink alcohol or drink red wine in moderation. Just don't overdo it. And number two on this bad list is fried foods in general. Now hear me out, because many times the, the fried foods itself are very high in cholesterol, and cholesterol is known to clog arteries, right? Right. So imagine if you're hydrating yourself really well with fluids, not alcohol necessarily, but with fluids and water, imagine that blood trying to flow down a clogged artery it kind of defeats the purpose, right? 
So my suggestion is if you're going to eat fried foods, um, do it in moderation. But look, let's just be real here. Most fried foods are really, really good though. So it's kind of tough to avoid them altogether. That's why I say do it in moderation. And finally, I want to mention fast food. More in relation to the, the low quality of the meat. Because who knows what this meat is made out of nowadays. It's pumped full of hormones, it's full of filler, and who knows what else. Now, if you want to compare that to a steak that, that you bought at a steakhouse, someplace like that, I would definitely rather eat the, the steak from the steakhouse versus a burger from, from a fast food joint. That's just me. But listen, I understand sometimes you're out and you just want to grab a quick burger, fries, and a shake. There you go. So you got your fat, your fat, and your fried. So imagine what that's doing to your body versus eating a higher quality cut of, of meat or steak or chicken or anything else like that. So you really have to be careful of these fast foods that are out there. So in closing, I just want to say that there are definitely some foods out there that are beneficial for you and some that will harm you. And I just want to say that one of the easiest things that you can do is just to keep yourself hydrated. Now, if you're going to stick with that eight glasses of water per day, that's fine. Find out what works for you. They may not work for everybody. And one food I forgot to really mention is pork. The quote, the other white meat. Pork is related to high blood pressure. And high blood pressure is related to erectile dysfunctions in men. So you definitely want to watch your pork intake. And finally, I just want to say that if you think back about two or three months ago, I did an experiment on myself with a plant-based diet. And I did about two or three podcasts on how my body was feeling just by eating vegetables and the cruciferous vegetables for a month. And it really worked out for me really well. Like the, the weight loss was instant. The, the sexual energy was incredible. I would definitely say, think about adding more of the cruciferous vegetables to your diet. And that's all I'm going to say about it. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned, and I'll talk to you soon.